All right, it's a Cleveland Moto podcast. We are so we're set up here. Um, this is a beautiful mid-October. I mean, we're talking about the gorgeous night for riding. It's it's everything. We've uh, we pre-gamed a little bit. We went down to see Seniors, and we demolished uh, Waxacana. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all the meats. And then uh, we came back here to the shop, and every meat that's good, some peppers and, and some cheese. Yeah, and then so what we got is Johnny, it's like a Noah's Ark. Johnny McElfresh brought us after the giant pitcher of margaritas. Johnny McElfresh brought us some Pierre's, <laughs> some Pierre's French vanilla ice cream, and we got the Knob Creek maple from last week from Kurt. From Kurt from, so yeah. the smoked maple. So what you do is you take a little scoop of ice cream and you pour some smoked maple Knob Creek on it. Mm-hmm. And oh my fucking god, is it delicious! Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and if, yeah. You, and if you live or don't give out, you'll get <clears throat> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Man, diabetes. Okay, to my left is Dustin. To his left is Johnny Chrome. To his left is Johnny Mac. And M- MCL Fresh. MCL Fresh. MCL Fresh. <laughs> and of course, your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Now we have a very special guest tonight. Coming in the door with Coming his dinner. Right now, with his dinner, uh, uh, the, the finest Chipotle. Jesus Christ, you, Luke, you are the picture of mechan- mechanical operations. What? You a filthy Dr. Like a Pepper shirt. Oh, well, I hope so. Your knees, your knees are true full-on <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> he was up for review today. So this is Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Luke is So there. that's why Phil didn't make the knees. Yeah, this employee review today. Put my pants. Yeah, you did. Look at your knees. Because uh, it's that time of the year when mechanics are still wearing shorts. Yeah. But you're clearly in the back earning it today. Because you are all of the colors of greasy motorcycle mechanic. That's fantastic. Yeah, man. So what are you working on back there? Right, right now, what late is on James's scoot? Oh, you're working on James's uh, uh, chalk sticky scooter. throttle cable or throttle. Yeah, right. I, I think rod, the tube the is. Yeah, so either the tube's bent. Yeah. Because if, if they take the drum off, yeah. it's free. It's fine. Put the drum on, the throttle doesn't want to turn. Is that a situation where you know if they drop the bike on that side, right. it pushes the tube yeah, in pushes and it messes up the thing? It's and you possible. Gotta, you yeah. may have to find just a yeah. different tube and throw a new tube into it. Right, that's what you're fighting do. a cable. Right. I don't think it's a cable issue. Right. Well, remember that thing is—it's not only hollow; it has a window in it. Yes, it does. So if it gets tweaked just a little bit, it yeah. takes and that round tube and yeah. makes it not quite round. Right. And if they've ever fallen on the and right hand side, when it's when there's no tension, it right. can seem cool. But yeah. as soon as yeah. you put that loaded that that side load that that Axial load on right. it. Yeah. Well, then I don't think the headset and these tubes were original either. No, they're probably not to no, each other. Right, right. So nothing. There's a so there is a trick, and the trick is Hammer. you take the uh, yeah yeah. That's you, always the trick. You take lapping compound. You put lapping compound all over the shaft. You put the shaft Ooh, back yeah. in the holder. I'm liking it already. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a little pin and a plastic yeah. thing yeah. and all that. And you put it into electric drill. <laughs> and you spin it. And you spin the fucker. And you spin the fucker, and it'll eventually get to the point where it spins perfectly. No hang-up, no drag, no nothing. And then, if it's still fucked up, then you know your problem is um, in the actual, the way the windows are lined up. Right. The way it's staggered. Like you you said, it's funny because, you know, those have a... Those have a plastic disc mm-hmm. that slides onto the end of the shaft. We're talking about a Vespa P200. But what there, what, what there is too yeah. is when it goes in, yep. there's a, a metal flange yep. that, that onto right. it right. that can get bent and wobbled oh, yeah, up. And, right. that, and if you straighten that out, then right. a lot of times it'll fix it up. Yeah, yeah. it'll straighten it right up. If I remember correctly from working on, it's a soft metal. metal. It's a soft metal flange yeah. that mm-hmm. keeps the thing from going in too deep. Mm-hmm. When Merritt 
was racing at Blackhawk, and she crashed harder than I've ever seen anyone crash. The bike went up in the air, and it came down in several different places. Well, Is that the one where she got run over? Yep. <laughs> well, no, she got ran over it. You say these stories, it sounds like my wife fucked up all the time, but actually, it's only two crashes. But uh, but the one where she got ran over. But yeah, she was, that was racing. That was I just mean, the low on. side. That was just yeah. the low side where the guy behind her just had no out. He just had to run her over. So he just, he like speed bumped her. But, the, uh, but this one was a proper, like, her and another guy were fighting for the turn. And she could, I mean, I don't care where you're from, the lead rider always has the right of way. So that's every racing. Mm-hmm. That's every racing everywhere. And she was the lead rider, and he tried to shut the door on her from four feet to the left. And so he went into her and hit her, and that of course caused her to go low side into a high side. The bike came down at one of its rotations, and I'm going to tell you, we have it on video. There's many rotations, but at one of the rotations, the, the headset, the right side of the headset, went smashed hard into the deck. So when she got up. I don't know how she got up, but she got up. And parts of her were broken when this happened. But she grabbed the bike, she stood the bike up, she pushed it, and bump-started the bitch. Like, she pushed it in neutral, found second gear, and, and damn near got it running. And it's a good thing the corner worker basically disabled her, like, grabbed her and said, you're not, no, you're not going back out there. We need to check this bike out first. Right. Well, it's a good thing she didn't, because her throttle shaft had been injected about an inch and a half into the headset, which had meant that the throttle was pinned wide open. Had the bike started, it would have been second gear, oh, holy Jesus. <laughs> and she would have gone all the way across turn seven, yeah. out into the field, if you know Blackhawk Raceway. On one wheel. There's an airport in the middle of it. So there's a runway in the middle of it. Right. She would have been in the runway. So, yeah, good for her that the bike didn't start. And good for her that she eventually yielded to the power of the corner worker and kept her from going back on the track. But, yeah, the, there's a lot of things that can get wonky up in that headset right. because it's not a traditional throttle tube assembly like on other motorcycles. Right. Yeah. It's weird. I do love the story of that you guys told me of when uh, she did get run over. The yeah. guy that ran her over. Ryan Bastianelli. Yeah, she got up and yeah. was like, oh, my God, you crashed too. And he was like, Merritt, I ran you over. He stopped. Like, that <laughs> is a no-no in a race. But when she crashed... <clears throat> You know, our bikes don't have stands on them. We don't have center stands. We don't have side stands. They're race, they're race bikes. And so when she low-sided, she splayed out. And when she splayed out, the bike went into the weeds. And the bike went into the weeds, but she stayed on the track surface, rolling. And so he was right behind her. He was in her six. And, uh, yeah, God damn it, stop looking at my dick. I'm wearing new pants. Oh, it's got dick armor? It's, it's got dick armor. They're, they're sweet pants, though. They're like... Thank you. They are sweet pants. They're real dark-colored denim with the brown stitching. Is, and it, pockets is and it Christmas, John? Because that's a nicely wrapped package. <laughs> just say it. Guys, you're making me feel all... He's turning red. God damn it. He's getting a little red. He's always red. In my, uh... Yeah. But, so, when she laid her bike out... I've never seen Ryan. Before. Hit her with his front wheel right in the ribs. Hit her with his front wheel right in the ribs, and you could see his bike go up in the air. So his bike went up in the air, he landed it, pulled off the side of the road because we're all friends. I mean, we're racing, but we're racing for a $4 right. trophy. And so <laughs> he stopped the bike. He actually laid his bike down, just, you know, gently laid his bike down and ran over to her to check to see if she was okay. And she was like, I'm cool. And he's like, I fucking, I fucking literally. 
bunny hopped you. <laughs> that curb hopped you. Like, is that it. one of the ones in the back underneath the... Is that the white one? It's the, the white one that I sold. I sold, it sold, it to, it I sold it to Chris down at Capital yeah, City Speeders. Right. Yeah, that thing's got a shit-hot motor in it. That's a true uh, <clears> supersonic <throat> motor in it. But, yeah, these pants, by the way... Uh, they're not as good as my... <laughs> He's all conscious Shit. of the package. Damn. <laughs> Settle down, Tiger. Cover that thing up. Uh, I believe they call that smuggling plug. I was wearing my... <laughs> do, you know those, uh, do, you know those, <laughs> do you know those stupid uh, cycle gear pants that are called Iron Worker? They have like mm-hmm. Kevlar yeah. in them? Yeah. yeah. So I bought a pair of them the first year they came out. Of course, the, the same camouflage you're wearing, right. the Urban Camouflage. The, oh, is that uh, when they were on sale for like $29 a pair or something uh, they like were that? One, like $129 retail, and they were $69 on sale. Yeah, okay. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm buying them. So I bought them, and they're mediocre pants. They're not great. And the armor that in them is in them is a joke. The armor is like concrete. Right. you got to get rid of that knee armor immediately because you can't bend your knees. So you replace it with real armor. But So I'm wearing them, and I'm at... Uh, I'm hanging out with the Misfits, and this was one of the nights we were playing, like, you know, uh, what's that? What's that? Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Cards Against Humanity with a 16-year-old Jake. Like, Jake, she's 16 years old, or maybe. And she was kicking all of our asses, making us all embarrassed. So we're sitting in Liza's front room, or TV room, and we got all the Misfits in there, and I'm wearing these, uh, these, uh, these, you know, these cycle gear pants, you know. I'm, I'm doing a lot of riding. I'm on the West Coast. And Kat... Uh, Kat looks up and she goes, "What are those pants?" And I was like, well, "They're they're they're cycle gear, you know, iron worker, whatever shitty sixty nine dollar pants." She goes, "They make your ass look fantastic." <laughs> and I was like, "I got the best feeling in my chest." I was like, "A pretty girl just said my ass, my forties, my forty seven year old ass looks good." I was like. I can do anything now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, shit, a minor dude. I can. Well, no, Kat's a full grown adult, and. Uh, the uh, but I mean that's that's her and her boyfriend Doug on Zeus and the Misfits calendar all naked oh, and stuff. I yeah. thought you said she was sixteen. No, Jake is sixteen. Oh, Jake is. But uh, but yeah, when she said that, I was like, I can do anything except apparently even finish in Cards Against Humanity because <laughs> Jake is Jim's daughter. Jake is Jim's daughter. That's yeah, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, Naked Jim. Naked yes. Jim's daughter is Jake, and she's she's she is not she is not naked Jake. No, as, no, as of yet. They, no, I think no. they do the naked right. Yeah. <sighs> That's a little creepy. Uh, no, no. I, I think, you know what? I gotta say, everything that's going on there, as weird as you think it is, once you meet and know the players involved, everything they've got going on in the Misfits scene is kind of a magical thing. I mean, they they really do have. I was hoping the Lammy Jammy was going to be there. I know there was a strong push from Siobhan, a girl. Siobhan is a woman that lived in Sydney, who I met when I was doing my Sydney tour, and she moved to like Santa Cruz area. And she was pushing hard for the Lammy Jammy to be in Santa Cruz, which would be the coolest thing in the world. But I guess it ended up not being there. It ended up being, I guess, Portland or something else. But I was like full on for Lammy Jammy in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is a kind of special place. So if you get a chance, you should go there. I know they talk good on us with AMA Vintage Days and stuff, and they've had a lot of fun with us. But Santa Cruz is special if you get a chance to check it out. Good skateboards, too. You know what? Everything there is kind of good. That's where Zero comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of really cool shit that that originates and, and comes out of the Santa Cruz area. There's a bit of a yeah, that and like San Luis Obispo. There's a lot of a brain trust. I think there's this yeah. thing is all the Midwest people or all the East Coast people that have worked really hard all their lives and have got some good ideas just decide they don't want to shovel snow anymore, and so that's where they go. Mm-hmm. And they go there and they don't have to shovel snow and they can constantly they can work year round on good ideas. Oh. Man, if I moved out there, I'd probably be making like 150 thousand a year. 
well, you'd have do, to doing what I do because an apartment is like three thousand dollars a month. One hundred and fifty k a year. Yeah, if you work at McDonald's, yeah. and I'd still be bartending on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin was in Long Beach. He was making probably six figures and everything, yeah. but it was still like, hey, yeah. It is a different economy. Yeah, it's just a completely different economy. I've said all the time, gas in California could be three, four dollars a gallon. I'm okay because you get to burn it in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, my uh, friend of mine that lives out in North Olmsted, he actually plays in the band Train. Uh, he used to be the road manager years ago. Um, last time he was in town, he came over to my house, and he's like, oh, wow, man, this is about the same size as my house in San Francisco, like San Francisco proper. Right. He's yeah. like, what would you pay for this house? I'm like, oh, man, we got a great deal. We scored it for, uh, you know, 142000 right. Got about 8000 off, you know, 10000 <laughs> off what they were asking right. for it, you know, and, and it worked out for us. He's like... Yeah, man, my house is a little bit smaller than this in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, we paid $950,000. Yeah, this is the whole concept. Is And this was 10 years ago. The misfits have stayed in my house. My yeah. house was, you know, under $90,000. And, I mean, that was 25 years ago. But it still, it was $90,000, and we put a lot into it. But still, that's a thing you can do. There's a house on my street that just sold for one hundred and thirty. And it's a 1970s split-level, three-bedroom, two-bath, whole deal. With a big enough yard, you could park whatever you wanted to in there. So, And this building we're sitting in was $225,000. There was a house in West Park. It's 10,000 square feet. For $10,000, it had a beautiful two-car garage. I'm like, oh, you should have just bought it. That solves all my storage problems. Right. right. (laughs) But it was already pending. I'm like, You'd have a house and a garage to store shit in. You know what you do then. Put your mom in the house. Put your bikes bikes in the garage. Put the bikes in the house. Mm -hmm. And and then you get (laughs) get, that whole second floor problem with a scissors lift. Get get like five cats to keep the vermin out. Right, keep the vermin out. Yeah, you just got to show up there once a day and, and change feed them. a litter, drop some yeah. food. That's right. It'd be somebody's job at the shop. Hey, go somebody feed the cats. walks in the front door of the house and you're like, "There's 40 motorcycles on the main floor." Oh, go upstairs. There's 30 motorcycles <laughs> on the second floor. Yeah, yeah. It is one of those. I'm, I'm currently shopping for a warehouse right now because we're closing our east side shop, which means we've got to bring a lot of inventory. Well, we've got to move a lot of inventory somewhere. So if I get a warehouse or get some space close to us here, then we'll have access to it. It'll mm-hmm. be easy. So I'm looking at a couple of different places right now. I mean, now. you fit 31 motorcycles and three piles and mm-hmm. your garage. <laughs> yeah, and have room to move around. Yeah, yeah he's got the garage in the hall, though. The garage is pretty yeah. big. My garage is an okay-sized garage. But even my garage, I mean, a 24 by 24 garage, yeah. how many bikes can you fit in there? A lot. 20. Mm-hmm. A lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Motorcycles are magic. It's, it turns out that if you're not worried about stacking them, motorcycles and corpses take the same room. Because it's just that big, pretty much. Yeah, together till they touch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you just got. You look at your motorcycle collection. You go high handlebars, low handlebars, high handlebars, low handlebars, and you just lay them in just like dagger. Stack them in like cordwood. Yeah. Why did your garage a couple years ago? When you you had like forty-seven motorcycles in there. One that year. Yeah, fifty-one. Fifty-one that year. And uh, I pulled all the bikes out of Phil's garage. And just Tetris them in. Yeah, we didn't have a lift back then. Yeah, no lift back then. So they're all Tetris in. We got them all on battery tenders. It was to the point where to get from the front of the garage to the back of the garage, you were walking on motorcycle seats. And you know what? You could not get in between them at all. And if I had to tell a person how many times I've gone out to my garage, taken my shoes off, and walked seat to seat across 30 motorcycles to get to the back corner Mm -hmm. to get something I foolishly put up in the storage, you know, up in the shelving up there. Uh, but yeah, it's a thing. You, you can have a lot of bikes, but I'm, I'm desperate. I'm, I'm trying my best to get rid of them, but apparently I'm not any good at it. So, 
Yeah, so you're supposed to be getting rid of all the carbureted ones. I saw a picture of a lot of carbureted bikes. Yeah, there were a lot of carbureted bikes in there, weren't there? About 31, actually. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> actually about were, uh, all of them. About, no, there, were 20, there were 28 carbureted bikes in that picture. The, uh, but did you, So here's something we're going to talk about. We recently sold, here at the shop, a 1980 Bajaj. 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 So nice. GTEC 150. That had 11 crate miles on it. And when I say crate miles, it's because about 10 years ago, I bought two bikes at AMA Vintage Days. One of them was in the actual Bajaj crate, 1980. The other one was out of the crate and had 28 miles on it, 38 miles on it. The bike that had 28, 30 miles on it, rode it around, sold it here locally, and the poor woman I sold it to damaged the bike, destroyed the bike, didn't have any respect for it. I know, it's a shame. But the 11-mile bike... Which is the way the bikes came to us from the factory. They came with like between 9 and 14 miles on it. And uh, that bike never had gas in the tank, never had an actual, never had a real battery charged and installed in it. Nothing. It was unprepped. So I sold the bike last week. Do you still have the crate? Nope. No, nah, it was a cardboard crate. It was all fucked up. Nothing, nothing. Fun. There was nothing worth keeping. I, I did happen to look at the VIN plate on it. It yeah. says eleven eighty. Yeah, eleven eighty. I had to be two years old. You were two years time. old. <laughs> <laughs> it says two years old when we bought that bike. Wow. <laughs> well, and like I was said, eight. <laughs> right. Well, tonight was the very first night we got to take it for a ride. So since nineteen eighty, that bike has never ridden on the road. Uh, it's never been on a road in its life. It may have done, you know, a little factory business, right. but it never has been, like we say, it's never fired a shot in anger. I was watching Empire Strikes Back when that bike came off. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was fun. I got to ride it today. And, you know, it needs a little more fine-tuning, <laughs> but as would any bike that's coming out of a crate. But it ran so well. Like, it felt perfect. I mean, this is hilarious because we're talking about a Bajaj motor scooter. Yeah. You know, a basically poor man's Vespa. Yeah. But the suspension was great. It handled great. Um, it's brand, we put brand new S83s on yep. it, Michelin S83 tires, so it feels fantastic. But I took it out for a rip and blasted it down the street, and I had to remind myself, dude, you're on break-in. Right. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't need to run it to all of the RPMs in third gear. But, wow, it's really nice, and it feels good. And we, we just sold it to a guy that, you know, he's, he's looking for a vintage Vespa. He wants that experience. And... You know that's cool. You know we're we're happy to move it on to a better. You know move it on to somebody who's going to use it as opposed to me who's just had it as showroom art for the past. Right. 10 I love years. the color of that. Like the aqua. It's the blue. Yeah, it's the blue. Uh, Bajaj blue. Bajaj blue. Turquoise. It's just so clean too. They nice. came in blue, yellow, red, and orange. And uh, I've seen. I don't know if I've seen a red one. I've definitely seen the the blue. The orange is sun-kissed orange. The orange is great. Uh, I've, I've definitely seen more of the orange and the blues. Seen a lot of the orange and the blues, but I have not seen too many of the reds or the yellows. But they're, uh, but yeah, it's a cool bike. Yeah, you know, it's a two port one fifty. It's never going to win any like high speed races or anything. But being that it's a Bajaj Vespa, it will probably last for a thousand years. Estella's going to waste you. Oh, Estella's going to smoke your <laughs> smoke you hard. Yeah. Oh, I like when Stella smokes me hard. Mm. James's P200 should do quite well too. So, what is the build on the P200? What, what did that end up being? Because I noticed it. there's a plastic flywheel on it. It's got a 213 Melosi <laughs> um, motor, motor. Yeah. 213 yeah, top motor. end, which I ported for it. Okay. Good. Um, and then it's got a um, which Masco 
Um, electronically ignition? Or oh, he's got a finasco electronic ignition. Electronic ignition. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you say you ported it, did you port and chamfer the... You did I, all, I, all I matched the cases to the, 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 the cylinder. The, the cylinder, yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. yep. 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 This was right. a 24-24? Yes, 24-24, because we he was trying to put a 26-26 or 28-28, right. and yeah. we just could not get it to run right. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it would not. And it's got a, With a Molossi kit. It's got a Sato Plus it on needs, it as well. Well, I was going to oh, say, it needs okay. more pipe. All right, it needs more pipe. That's yeah, all. It, it needs a chamber. It needs a true chamber. That 26... That 26 works really good. I've had I've had a lot of luck with that 26 millimeter card, but the uh, I've never tried the 28. That's new technology. Okay. But the uh, he has one here. There's one in the building. Yeah, there's one in the building. <gasps> Found it in a box. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is James, who is a sworn Lambretta fanatic. Yes, who's got a who has a tattoo yes. of whatever the Calvin guy is. Calvin. Calvin pissing on Vespas. Right. I drew that tattoo. It's Calvin from Calvin. He's building a. But it's Calvin as a skinhead. James is wearing a flight jacket. You know, a number one Vespa. He took it apart. I'm putting it back together as a custom with the sidecar. We know he's been Camaro for small frames and stuff before, so we can understand that. Well, you can tell he's a Lambretta guy because he took the taillight is on there in a Lambretta Jet 200 position. I know. It had to be dropped. It had to because the holes that were the thing he ordered didn't fit. Like the the shape is not at all right to fit where it belongs. Clearly, you've never met. And then the holes were wrong. So I slid it down. I thought it looked better down low. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Get ready to hear that the rest of your life. Full artistic. As long as that bike is on the planet, you're going to hear about that. In fact, if you want to mount a big, it looks like an older lady on his bike. Well, he he had this bump stop seat that he liked that he found. He put it on there, and little did you know, I was doing a custom seat for him. Right, you're making right custom diamond standard custom seat. So I put it on and. And he's looking, and he's like, oh, it's cool, but I wanted the bump stop. I'm like, no, you're getting what I'm putting on here. I'm building it. <laughs> you're not getting a yeah, bump stop. Yeah. This is what you get. You're getting the seat I build, you motherfucker. You didn't want red on it. I put right. red on it. I've, I've watched that bump stop seat float around this the shop a, for like eight years. This is a sidecar bike. So yeah. the whole sidecar the, and the bike the, is the done. The flat black and red? No. Chalkboard, Chalkboard paint. paint. Okay. So we can draw dicks on it right. all day long. Too slow for yeah. fat hoes. That's that's what we <laughs> should have done in the seat. Yeah, instead of diamond tuck, yeah. instead of diamond whatever stitching. Should have had dick tuck. Just to get his dad to do it, it would have been. What would you say? Here, do these lighthouses. Yeah, lighthouses. Two lighthouses. Lighthouses on their sides. It's a lighthouse with two cannonballs at the bottom. Yeah. Lighthouses all over the seat. Lighthouses all over the seat. The top of the lighthouse is a little it's more round. D. He likes the letter D. <laughs> right. It's the letter D. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Did you guys? Ever, did you guys ever drink at Becky's Bar on like over at East? I was supposed to be drinking there today. Really? Oh my god! A long time I'll ago. Bet yeah. You don't know. Back in the nineties, I have thrown darts in that bar. Okay, exactly. Well, I bet you didn't know that in the eighties, that bar had a slightly different vibe to it. Dun, 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 dun. Think. Put yourself in Becky's Bar. So like Visually the Blue Oyster Club? put yourself in Becky's bar. <laughs> no, that's the, bar. Ask you, that's the bar I actually Hold on. I'm going to ask you about Becky's bar. How would you define the shape of the bar at Becky's bar? Oh, it definitely looks like Cuck. The large round area at the bottom around the cash register is the testicles. Yeah, like <laughs> then there's the long, shafty sort of section. Like an Which and is the normal bar. Exactly. Long and shafty. So, yeah, it used to be a gay bar. <laughs> And so the bar actually... Oh, does it have a head? If you call that cell phone number... 
Two kind of cute black and tell them that you work for the Cleveland Water Department. Oh my god. Two kind of cute black girls will meet you at Becky's right now tonight. Uh, uh, wow. Um, excuse dun, me, dun, speaker, dun, speakerphone? Dun, dun, dun. Speakerphone? Should you choose to accept it, this business card will self-destruct in five seconds. We should speakerphone that. No, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hi, this is John. Yes. You remember yes. me? What are you doing after the podcast? Hello. I work for the oh, city. Oh, baby, I'd like you to cast my And the odds are good, but the goods are odd. No, the yeah. worker was from Michigan. She was like, hey, 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 that, that's cool. Uh, yeah, back, I used to do a lot of professional drinking at Becky's. And uh, Tim, the guy that ran the place at the time, uh, I don't know if Tim's still there, but dark haired guy. But uh, Tim. Oh, one of those. Tim clued me in to. <laughs> if I said Tim and you'd met Tim, you'd be immediately go like, yeah, okay, Tim. But I, uh, Tim clued me into that, and I was like, I'm sitting there one day at the bar, and I'm like, I'm kind of sitting at the chode. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you got that, didn't you? And I was like, am I wrong, or is this entire bar and the area above the bar, the roof line, like the ceiling line, it, is this just a big dick? And he's like, it is. It used to be a gay bar. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's fucking awesome, man. The guy all the way, all, all the way over by the register is like, God, I'm at the taint. Yeah, well, Damn I, it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Last time I was there, here. I was zeroed up, fucked up, and like... An hour. Oh, you got roofied? (laughs) (laughs) There used to be a 53-year-old Irish lady with really beautiful curly red hair. And probably when you were shooting darts there. But um, I just called her mom. I called her mom, but she cooked everything. So she ran all kinds of lunch specials and everything. And I was working down at 40th and and Commerce. Don't call it Huff if you're from Cleveland. Because Huff was where the riots were, but Commerce is like a new name. But I was working down there, and I'd go into Becky's constantly, and they would have amazing food. And they opened up a soccer field directly adjacent to the Cleveland State University soccer field. Mm -hmm. So Becky's went from being like a place where the cops from 2nd District would drink, or 3rd District there, 3rd District. So they would drink there because it's right right by their headquarters. And then the people would come in like Dan Doberwalski and the Channel 5 news team, or because that's where all the news stations are. So... It was hilarious because you'd see all these cops in there with their badges in their pocket and their jacket liners over their uniforms having a 19 martini lunch. (laughs) And then king of stick mic journalism, Dan Doberwalski, you know, we're here, five on your side. We're busting city workers who are sleeping in their trash trucks instead of picking up your refuse at $23 an hour. We're on your side. We're busting corrupt city officials. They're all sitting there drinking next to each other (laughs) because it's like lawyers. You know, a prosecution lawyer and a defense lawyer, you'd think that they fucking hate each other, but they don't. <laughs> They're lawyers. All they hate is anything that gets between them and your money. Yeah. <laughs> now, my, buddy, my one buddy who's a lawyer said something about lawyers. Everybody got A's, became professors. Everybody who got B's became judges. Yeah. And everybody who got C's made money. <laughs> made money. Yeah. That was uh, my friend. Got rich. My friend Chris has been, like, he tried for a while to pass his bar, and, you know, he finally, I think he finally got it. But he said. Uh, I've never passed the bar. <laughs> just don't know how to pass a bar. He said, do you know what they call the guy who graduates last in law school? A lawyer. A lawyer. A lawyer. Yep. Yeah. That reminds me now, I know where I know Becky's from is when I went to Cleveland State. Yeah. 
In the early 90s. We used to go, like, every now and then we'd just blow off afternoon classes. Fuck it, let's go to Becky's. Becky's cool. And I was underage at the time, and they would serve me. They didn't didn't give a shit. Remember, I like bourbon. Oh, you walked in? (laughs) You walked in here on your own? Great, here you go. Yeah, you're out. Have a beer. Yep, yep. Yeah. They had great burgers there, as I recall. Becky's had really, really yeah. good food. I, I for remember being, that about them. They had yeah. good food. Becky's is a fantastic bar. Well, and it's conveniently located next to the Greyhound Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call that convenient. You know, well, the problem with Becky's is occasionally you do get... So it's right by the welfare. It's right by the Greyhound Terminal. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird going on in that know. very small three or four What's block 20, radius. Twenty second, twenty first, whatever. Like that. Yeah, 18th of yeah. Commerce. There's yeah. a lot of 18th. Yeah. That's, that's Cleveland for you. Twenty first, yeah. 18th and Chester, something, something like that. that. Yeah, but it's, a, it's not Playhouse Square. <clears throat> if they wanted to advertise and be Gigi, they'd be like Becky's on Playhouse Square. But everybody knows where Becky's is. Yeah, it's north it's of Playhouse Square. It's between the welfare <laughs> and the Greyhound. Yeah, well, so, I mean, yeah. 2100 is the region's largest homeless shelter. So yes, that's right. It they've is. got 400 beds right there. Oh, so. uh-huh. well, they all go and try and skis money at the uh, Greyhound station. There you go. If you're <laughs> trying to panhandle at the Greyhound station, you are barking up the wrong tree. Because nobody at the Greyhound station has extra cash hanging around. Because they're taking a Greyhound. I don't know if anybody <laughs> in this room has ever ridden the dog before. Never. I have ridden the fuck out of the dog. And it's... I've an experience. The, I love yeah. when they make stops and everybody jumps off, yeah. runs to the next, nearest quickie mart, yep. grabs a bottle. Uh, 40s yep. and th- yeah. Yeah. yeah, they stopped my bus. They <laughs> stopped my bus somewhere dog. in New York. <laughs> I was going up to Toronto and they stopped the bus somewhere like in the you know Finger Lakes region of New York. The guy, the bus drivers, and this is a bus stop that left at midnight, right? So this is now three in the morning. Bus driver stops the bus. Comes back in the bus and yells, There ain't but two things in the world free grass and soap. And if you ain't got the sense enough to use either one of them, you shouldn't be walking around in fucking public and you damn sure ain't gonna be on my bus. What stinky motherfucker took his shoes off in my fucking bus? <laughs> I was more confused by that statement than anything I've ever heard in my life. And I include my first day of basic training where I heard some shit I didn't know existed. But I couldn't, I, I didn't understand. And so the problem was I had my shoes off. But I'm a hygienic person. And so when my shoes are off, all you smell is like, well, gold bond. Right? Or, like, freshly cleaned socks. So apparently somebody in the bus had really, really bad hygiene. And the bus driver smelled it. And at 3 o'clock in the morning decided he should stop the bus full of sleeping people (laughs) and extricate the person who smelled bad. The quote, as he put it, filthy, disgusting hippie. And so he went through and found the guy that offended him, who did look like a filthy, disgusting hippie, I don't think that's enough reason to leave him on the side of the road in Kilbuck, New York, but he did. <laughs> well then. Wow. And off we fucked. <laughs> and next stop was Fort Erie. Like, next stop was Niagara Falls. And I was like, that dude literally got left on this. What the fuck? And I mean, cell phones were, cell phones were relatively new then. I had one. And I was like, so when I finally got to Toronto, I was like, man, I should call Greyhound and just be like, is it cool that your drivers just randomly abandon people who paid for their ticket? I'm telling you this, yeah. no shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah, didn't hit home until yesterday for me when I was at Dewey's Pizza. I've yeah. eaten my pizza and everything. Dewey's is a fairly nice joint. I got a little whiff of something and I was like, 
is that fucking bad foot smell? And I look over and over here at the table. Wasn't the Gorgonzola special? With the with the you know with the the, the twenty kids and everything, which I'm cool. I get it. You it's got Dewey's, kids. right? Yeah. It's Dewey's, and it was early and everything. Great time to have all your kids here. Right. This dude's got his shoes kicked off and everything, and he's barefoot and. I'm like, I can smell his feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you see, there's a difference between Key West barefoot. I'm trying to eat pizza, and like I smell his feet. In a flip-flop yeah, yeah. society. So toes in the sand is different. Yeah, toes, like in a flip-flop society. I've been to parts <laughs> of the world where, outdoor where cabana, it's a flip-flop There's a nice sea breeze. Well, your, your feet are constantly aerated. Yeah, correct. They don't sweat you know, and stink In Cleveland, Ohio, <laughs> feet that are literally whiter than that vanilla ice cream don't smell good. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. Because they've never seen sunshine. They've never seen sand. There's no natural abrasive properties inside your fucking Chuck Taylors, you know, or your work boots. Taking your taking your footgear off inside the Deweys. He probably. I think. I'm sure he had. You went to the one in Lakewood. He had sandals on or yeah. something, which would have should have been fine. But he had. But now you had to serious, kick your sandals oh, off and everything. Serious mm-hmm. dose of Fremunda. And he had just you know, and I could and. And I really wouldn't have cared, except somehow I got a whiff of his feet over yeah, there. It came in. Mm-hmm. It landed. And now you're put off of any cheese pizza. <laughs> well, not put off enough. Two cheese. Eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no putting. I'm affected. There's exactly. no putting me yeah. off of pizza. <laughs> I mean, the stank foot. I just wasn't, exactly. I just wasn't as happy. <laughs> yeah, pizza's like sex. Even if it's bad, <laughs> at least you had pizza. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So, what? Uh, sex or pizza? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the pizza for a thousand, Alex. The, uh, any any motorcycle news anybody wants to talk about? <laughs> yeah, really. Have we talked about motorcycles yet? Huh? I want to talk about that. Oh, you want to talk about that? that oh amazing. shit! Yeah. Oh my Check lord! Yeah, we got a new helmet. That is amazing. Oh my lord! Oh. So there's a. We'll put a picture in here. 1980s. That matches yeah. my former Volkswagen. Yeah, it's your Baja Bug. So uh, damn. So Bell has. Uh, so Bell Helmet Company. And we're, these are not paid endorsements. I'm going to let you know. We're just a fucking bunch of stupid heads that run a motorcycle shop. And uh, so Bell came out like, you know, uh, if you don't know it yet, Bell makes a helmet called the Qualifier. And it's probably the greatest $109 helmet you can buy. They, uh, that's 109 bucks. That's yeah, cheap. That's Holy shit. For a no, not at all. No, that's I'm cheap for a helmet. And it's cheap, and they have good ventilation. What I can say about the Bells is I do have, uh, I've got the Bell Deluxe Qualifier, which is the transition lens, too. 249 yep. bucks, worth every penny. Yep. When, I don't know, I haven't worn mine yet. I'm oh, you have it? it? I took it apart to paint it. Oh, okay. All right. So. Well, the transition <laughs> lens works the treat because you don't need sunglasses anymore. That's kind of cool. Right. Uh, the Bell Transitions has a, a little socket on the side for your communications yep. device, which will probably be obsolete by the time this pod- podcast drops. <laughs> <laughs> and not saying Dustin doesn't drop them, I'm just saying that shit changes yeah. like in a minute. Um, and it has some di- slightly different vents, but it uses the qualifier lens. What's cool about Bell is the visor on this, the, the lens, fits on a qualifier, a qualifier deluxe, and on a revolver. So one lens fits three different helmets, and that's fucking thinking. Because if you are going to pony up and spend the 149 bucks to get yourself a Transitions lens, it will fit on three different helmets. Their tran- their revolver is an is a very good is a very fucking good uh, modular helmet. Yeah, Bell has tapped into something uh, for no money, and I mean I own a lot of helmets. Uh, I've got an Arai, <laughs> I got a Shoei. I've got an AGV, and I do find myself wearing a Bell Qualifier Deluxe quite a bit. And uh, this thing 
I would like anyone to check out the action on this visor. Because, you know, most visors are ratchety as fuck, and they won't stay where you put them. This thing has got the best locking half-inch open at the bottom. But then, in between, you can feel there's like, oh, that's sexy. Halfway, <laughs> oh, it's so it feels so good. And the paint job on this thing is... <clears throat> I hear Marvin Gaye right now. 1981 Le Mans racing car. <laughs> awesome. right. Six and, and a half, fantastic. half dozen the other. Yeah. So it's got, oh, doesn't that feel oh, good? No. That feels nice for a visor. I mean, normally a visor is something like, and so, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't want to fuck over anybody because I own So it has a quick half, you know, right, half-inch detent. Right. So it's got a half-inch detent. And then it has a series of just like... And like maybe every 30 yeah. second of like an Like a inch. zipper. Like a zipper. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And, they, and you can tell it'll hold that position at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, nice. it's very locked in to each one of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there That's might be right. like... Feel that visor. Oh, oh yeah. Embrace the visor. She cracking open. I've got a Biltwell. So I've got a Biltwell Gringo S. And the Biltwell Gringo S, the Gringo S has a visor. The Gringo S is Feels only like happy in one position. Mm. Let's pass her around. Closed with the snap locked. Right? Yeah. Because if you're in open mode and you look away, like you get up out of a tuck, it slams shut with the force of 10,000 car doors. Yeah. If you don't have the snap snapped and you look over your shoulder, it opens with the force of 10,000 car doors. It's... Only well, should state that they have that, that HJC that got on clearance, that right. uh, orange and blue one. Yeah. It has no small open no. position. No. Which I hate. No, it is I only I like open. to have that crack when I'm... You need the out. crack. You need the half minute. I can't... Tell me. It's, it's, it's a medium. nothing. Medium. It's well, an extra medium. Should fit. Yeah, it's an extra Crack medium. Is Man, that feels as good as a fine tooth ratchet. Doesn't it? It does oh, feel like a fine tooth ratchet. ratchet. A yeah, little bit tight. Well, yeah, of course it is. No, no, actually, that's, that's good. Once I get my ears <laughs> to flop in it. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a medium, and apparently I wear a large and a bell. But the. Uh, <laughs> I, I might it, wear a large and a bell too. Well, you know, the trick with bells is with any good helmet, you should put it on your head and figure <laughs> snug but not painful. Right. Yeah. Snug but not painful. That's the way to go. This ice cream's really good. The ice cream and yeah, so I think I would the, take a large. So is the bourbon. But I took a cho- I took a chance on that color scheme because we normally don't have that kind of shit in the shop. And I love it. It even sparkles in it. It does. It's got a little. It's got a little metal in it. It's got a little metallic in it. Yeah, I really like that one. So that was a that was a win. It was. We'll see how many times we sell. Wolf. Yeah, we'll see how many times this sells a helmet. Yeah. But I like the color. I like the whole. Like I can't tell if it's like what was that guy's name? The racer Senna. Yeah. So it was that kind of like that Senna look of a uh, of a very vibrant bunch of colors put together in one spot. Hmm. Uh, Digging, we'll take a picture of the podcast because that's what we do here. What was the, that '80s movie with the time traveler guy on the motorcycle? Time cop? No, no. Because that helmet looks a lot like the one it, he was wearing. Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, if time you do want to know, Starman. What that, no, it wasn't Starman. That's Starman. That's a different one. Uh, totally Michael different. Fresh. Michael Fresh, get in there. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> there you go. Ta-da. It's now <laughs> history. But the uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That there was a there was definitely a, a time travel motorcycle. It, it's on the movie poster. Yeah. He's behind that awful motorcycle. Yeah. He's wearing a helmet that looks a, a lot the like that. Helmet that he wore. There is a Carrera helmet over there on our shelf. That's a Carrera helmet with an assist visor that actually pulls out and goes up. Mm. It's a 1981 Carrera helmet that I I have. Mm. I have some weird old helmets in my collection. 
And uh, I like I like old helmets. They're kind of neat. Like I said, I wore the Pacific Coast helmet last week. I was like, please don't let me crash. Please don't let me crash. <laughs> that thing would open like a fucking Cadbury egg. I do not want to you crash. You took it out for a ride? I rode <laughs> the Pacific Coast with the Pacific Coast helmet on. Nice. Yeah! That's right. Because that's And it matches my bike perfectly. In fact, it came... Um, on the head of a guy wearing a Pacific, or riding a Pacific Coast. Sweet. I rode the Pacific Coast here Dead. tonight. Chop. And think back to the scene of the. Yeah, nice. I think back to the scene of Marlboro Man when the Pacific Coast does the big wheelie. I can tell you that it does not that happen. Pacific Coast had 200 pounds of mercury in the back saddlebags, the helmet containers. That bitch is not doing a wheelie. <laughs> I was watching the I tri- tried so hard. I was watching a Triumph Rocket Three promo. Yeah, and a guy was wheeling a I Triumph. Did, I did that. The yeah. the, the you know the twenty one hundred. Time Rider. Time said, Rider. Well, that helmet is right there. You guys. Um, <laughs> when that when you saw the wheelie uh, video, yeah? you saw the wheelie video Sweet. of the Rocket Three. What bike is he riding? I have no idea. It's a dirt bike. I thought was that like a uh, X XT six hundred. Oh, it's like a futuristically Hollywood modified dirt bike. You know, they bolted on a bunch of things that looked like you know the year two thousand in nineteen eighty four. Wait, where did Phil go? That movie. <laughs> oh wait, 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 he's coming back. Okay, it's okay. Ah, nice. No oh, shit. Nice. Now you have to put that in the show notes. So that movie made me buy this helmet, and what this helmet is with the tags attached is a Macrolon. So this is a Ghibli. So I don't know if everybody remembers back in the gay uh, late '80s and early '90s, do it, do it. Camaro. Yeah. So the so way this thing works, check this out. Can pronounce. So this is Velcro, right? So you press lightly and pull the strap to release the strap mechanism. In theory. Yeah. No, it works. It works. There you go. See, that's how you loose it. Oh you never take Lord. the strap off. You never actually undo the strap. The strap push stays it up in front of your chin. You just push it like that, and then you put it on, and then you pull the strap. And then, if you want to open the shield, you push that. that? So check this out. Watch this. Ready? Ready? Push the button. No, oh, look uh, at that. And then you close it. Yeah, and see how the fucking... shape. The shape is what really that is. John, it's the shape of things to come. <laughs> yeah, as so, in dicks. Yeah, this is. <laughs> if there was a giant vagina and I had to jump into it, that's the helmet. This I is the helmet you should be wearing. <laughs> we'll, we'll do another one for the show notes. Everyone? All right, we're in. That is the Ghibli. <laughs> so yeah, this is the uh, this helmet. Ghibli. Yeah, this helmet. Um, I can't th- find the date on it. I think this one was an eighty-one, maybe or an eighty. But yeah, what happens is what happens here. So mm-hmm. you can't wear them. Oh, right? the yeah, the inside. Yeah. But it just crumbles to dust. <laughs> just a yeah, I'm sneezing. I'm covered in it right now. It's made of. Sneezing. I have I have eighties AIDS now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that when AIDS started? I just put on platform <laughs> shoes and I started disco dancing. The, uh, but yeah, made in Italy. I mean, this, this helmet is made in made in Italy. Um, but yeah, the chin strap design is unique and has been patented. To fasten the chin strap, just pull the loose end till a light pressure is felt on the chin. Mm-hmm. Until until you were wearing a Roman warrior's helmet. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is one of those ones well, that's just. 
Yeah, it's just rare as fuck, but I love that. Oh, I, well, that's why I collect helmets because they're kind of neat. And I just love that opening mechanism. It's nothing like the Roman helmet I like. Oh. Oh, and there's a, oh, by the <laughs> way, it does have the one inch, it has the half inch open. It does. So if you press this button right here, it will stop it at a half an inch. Yeah, because that's an important thing to have, apparently. <clears throat> yeah, and then you lock it back, and then when you put it back, it goes all the way. Because that's what we were doing. That's what our ancestors were doing in the early 80s, is engineering the most perfectly aerodynamic mm-hmm. helmets you could ever see. I mean, there should be is, a repop of that bad ball. There should be a repop of that, because that thing's a gorgeous fucking helmet. Hey, they repop the bandit, so... Oh, they re... No, ban- built well. There are very few times when I joke and I'm like... I bet you can find a lawyer to take that case. <laughs> what the built well? The, the what is that thing called? Lane splitter? Lane splitter. Yeah, yeah lane splitter. The like lane that, yeah. splitter should be sued by Simpson for the next nine million years. <laughs> the lane splitter is the two hundred and fifty dollar answer to all of your Simpson bandit dreams. That thing. Did you see that titanium colored one we have over there? It is gray, silver oh, gray, one. metallic. T- t- oh, it's so gorgeous. XT500 Baja. Was, that's what that thing that's was? That's what that thing was? Yeah, time Rider? That's Baja. pretty close to XT6. I think I said XT600. Oh, uh, in uh, Time Rider? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. If anybody's interested, you can go to Las Vegas, and there's an Army-Navy store in Las Vegas, and out in front of it is one of the off-road vehicles from the movie Megaforce. Ooh, oh my god, I remember that movie. movie. That was a fucking awesome, awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that the Six one where they had the vehicles and they were going through Megaforce? the land? Yeah, no, that, I'm sorry. They were all Hold shaped on. like door wedges. Hold on. <laughs> That's Megaforce. Yeah. Megaforce was the flying motorcycles and yep. the cars and everything else. What you're talking about is Damnation Alley. Yes. Where they had Landmaster 1 and Landmaster 2. Yes! But somebody asked me recently, they're like, what are your two favorite cars in the world? And I said, the EM50 Assault Vehicle and Landmaster 1. Yes. Well, was that the one with George Papard? Yes, it was. Mm. Oh, that's and right. And J. Michael Vinson. Yeah. 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 That's when they had like the, the nuclear Papard. storm coming nuclear and the, storm. the and vehicle would, would dig itself into the ground. Yes, it would. The giant oh, cockroaches, the dirt bike in the back of Landmaster yep. 1. Seriously. Landmaster 1. I watched that for the yeah. premiere. Yeah. Eight-wheel drive on four axles. With big triangulation. Right. Mm-hmm. Who knows how the fuck that shit worked. Amphibious. Yeah. Amphibious. It yeah. was That's amphibious, Megaforce. Yeah. That's was the Megaforce motorcycle. I don't know what those bikes were. They're special. Yeah. But the Megaforce car, the Megaforce car with the rocket launchers on the roof and everything, yeah. one of the prop cars is sitting outside of an Army-Navy store in North... Yeah, yeah, right there. That's one of buttons. those. Yeah. One of those things is sitting... Is that RC-10? Is that a gold pen? It looks just it like... It looks like it. It looks just yeah. like that or an yeah. early Losi. Yeah. It could be. And gold pen. They had a lot of them for shooting. And it's got the Gatling gun on one side. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And there's one sitting outside of an Army-Navy store on, in North Las Vegas. I totally forgot about Megaforce. Mm-hmm. Megaforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Megaforce is one of those ones where, like... You know, it's the end of the world, but by it's God, like every... we have resources to have matching paint for everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, every scene that guy's in, he's standing. He's standing the exact same uh, pose. Lycra pants on. Yeah, what? Look, at my, look at my bulge. Look at my junk. <laughs> Hold on, I resemble that. <laughs> I, I remember when, when, when all those made-for-TV movies came out was when I was... I don't think that was made for TV. That was made for the fucking drive-ins. A lot of those were made. Well, okay. I saw. Them, I saw so, if you weren't getting your knob gobbled, you could actually watch a movie that was like. Yeah. I saw them on TV, yeah. but that was like when I, w- I was getting old enough as a kid that my parents 
yeah. gave me my own little tiny color TV to have mm. in my room. So on the weekend, that shit was on Big Chuck. Yeah, on yeah, the weekends I could watch whatever I wanted, yeah. and I would just binge watch the awful sci-fi. We saw a and movie called movies. The Car. Yeah, like, oh god, I love awesome. that movie. Saw a movie called The Car in the, in like first run at the drive-in. Mm-hmm. That car is so awesome with the chop top. It's amazing. Yeah. The, the whole movie's epic, and you know, there's people joke about how bad the movie The Car was. Yet there's a movie today called Rubber. That's about a tire that goes off and fucking kills people. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse. Oh, it's worse. Yes. Exactly. oh I, well, I thought yeah. it was about that rubber that ruined our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! So bad. Shit. And well, I got to pay for college now. Yeah. Right. I got to pay for college. <laughs> 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 pinhole in it. Right. The uh, but yeah, the movie Rubber. Like everybody's like, oh, the movie Rubber. Like you're like, oh, it's great. Or, it's terrible. It's a waste of film. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The car was better. <laughs> and then the Futurama version when Bender becomes the car. Uh, the, 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 werewolf. <laughs> yeah. the wear car. The wear car. It is fucking great because he becomes the car from the car. So that's awesome. I'm that? sorry, that folks. This awesome. is a motorcycle podcast, but we've been drinking. <laughs> it's, it's amazing though. James at the Brolin. end of the car, James when they finally Sparky, crash the car and it blows up, the giant dragon. Yeah, the giant like devil head that shows up in the flames. The demon. What are you talking about? I told Sparky to get ready with a tech tip. Oh, a tech tip. Ready for a tech tip. Don't get the mechanics. Don't put spikes all over your city. Five fifty. Become a fireman. Yeah. Right. That movie was good. Take the civil service test. You know what I like better from that era? <laughs> duel. Duel? Duel. What's duel? Duel. It was. Uh, I missed this. Dennis Hopper, I believe, was the guy. Keep going. He was in a little red four door Plymouth Valiant okay, being chased sorry. by a Peterbilt. Oh, okay. A so it's a vanishing point car gas yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Just yeah. A, I like Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah. A little bit, a little bit too fresh. You have to drop newer. acid and watch that. Oh hell no, that's eighties, early eighties. Yeah, but it's newer than Duel. Newer than Duel, yeah. yeah. Newer than Duel, newer than Vanishing Point. Yeah, all that. Which there were car gas. Yeah. That with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and the original Death Race. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not the, not the Statham reboot. I'm sorry, the original with Sylvester Stallone. Much. Um, I don't care who anybody is at that point. Gumball Rally, yeah. like Gumball Rally. Which was ripped off by Cannonball Run. Mm-hmm. No slight on Cannonball Run because Cannonball Run was majestic. And two. Yes. Yeah. These bleeds? These bleeds right here? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah, Cannonball, Cannonball did a great job, but Gumball was fantastic. Like, Gumball was just really, really great. Oh, okay. That's, just, right. that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. <laughs> it's basically being offended by. Isn't there a modern movie where there's a couple in a car being. Yeah, there's a, by a shitload car, of them. Right? Yeah, yeah, by an 18 wheeler driver. A shitload of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is yeah. funny because just about any car can outrun. Wrecker. 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 Oh, no, God. I'm in my Ford Focus and there's an 18 wheeler um, coming up on me. I just want to watch oh, Gumball Rally. Just, yeah, I won't even shift and in watch the Gumball Rally yeah. again. <laughs> and see the crazy fucking, the crazy dude on the Kawasaki two stroke. Who's supposed to, in the, according to the idea of Gumball Rally, is some lunatic on a dirt bike. Drove across America on like a KH four hundred or S three because it was a two stroke clearly, and like he does a very good portion of it on the back wheel, and you're like, no, that is not a bike you're riding cross country. You're not going to go cross country on a three cylinder two stroke. I got a guy at my shop with like sixty-eight thousand miles on a GT five fifty two stroke. Both of our cattle rider listeners just went. Oh. 
It's true though. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. No, you don't. Understand. My water buffalo would do it. You don't understand. The GT 750 was totally capable touring steed. No, it wasn't. You got 31 miles per gallon. My GT 750 is water cooled. It can make it. That's right. It can. Exactly. Sure it can. Yes, and it weighs as much as an F 150 pickup yep. truck. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you guys had one in here not yeah, too long ago? Yeah. That son of a bitch was heavy. Yes, they are. I could not and wide. believe how. Oh yeah, it was wide. They're wide. That that thing was wide. Yeah. Three 250cc cylinders have never looked so big. <laughs> yep. i got to admit, though, I love how that engine looks. Really? I did, I, it's just so different looking. Oh, my God. Who's got the ginger ale? Oh, yes. I've got just enough, I've got just enough bourbon left in here. And I need did you put more bourbon ale. in there? I put more ice cream in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, bring, on the, bring on the Canada Dry. Now you're doing... Did you put my bourbon in there? There's now? only one thing wrong with this scenario, and that's not Verner's. It's about that much. Okay, hand it around. You're going to want more bourbon. Like, yeah, I'm going to... I, I got to have Verner's, man. Sorry. I don't like Verner's. No, you don't? Slow. Oh, I love Verner's. Not really. I like any ginger beer or ginger ale that makes my throat hurt. That would be Verner's. Mmm! Holy shit, Batman! <laughs> My God! Okay, the recipe is a it. tablespoon of Pierre's <laughs> premium French vanilla ice cream, a, a good dosing of knob creeps. Oh, knob creeps. Creep smoke maple. Dude, that I'm should a, be our new motorcycle club. The knob creeps. I'm a bit of a knob creep myself. Knob <laughs> creeps MC. Knob creep. And then some ginger ale on it. Holy crap, that's delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Chased by Red's Black Cherry Ale. Oh, God. <laughs> Johnny Crumb wants to vomit tonight. Stop beating. Stop I'm going to wake up with a sugar headache. I'm going to have a hangover. Mm-mm. I'm going to have a sugar headache. Oh, as my friend... As my friend Bob from Minnesota says, if you ever see me smoking a cigarette, take my keys. <laughs> this would be an absolute key... Relinquishing beverage right here. <laughs> Look at the fucking... And I would say, I've seen egg whites that don't have the kind yeah. of head that that <laughs> Like, it's developed a serious froth. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a brulee. Look at the head. Speaking of that, you got that torch. Speaking of that, you got that business card? <laughs> it's a bourbon brulee. Mm. Wow, everything I like in one thing. Ginger ale, bourbon, and ice cream. All in one drink. <laughs> wow, that's good. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> to our one remaining listener, the uh, well done. Way to hang in with us. Uh, we call it the Wilford Brimley. It is the Brimley. It comes with, a little, the Brimley. It comes with a little sidecar of insulin. And just a big channel. And, and a big mustache. I bought. Uh, I don't want to talk about these. You want a bike spree? These are. When does he not? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, oh, wow. Look at There's most of my helmet liner. You should be in Milan. <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I, I got these boots. These are MSR. Um, now, I hey, people, I got a tech tip. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sparky, go. No, here's the tech tip. The tech tip is um, do not think that your motocross boots, your dirt bike boots, can be used on your street bike. Okay, yeah, no. Because they can't. And if you do want to have motocross boots that you can use on your street bike, don't buy motocross boots. So a lot of the manufacturers, now the old solution when I was younger was we would get trials riding boots. And trials riding boots are flexible. You can walk around in them. They're very comfortable. But, you know, most of today's modern society doesn't know what a trial is. It's, you know. 
that. Or a tribulation. Right. And so, yeah, they've, never, they've been through no trials, no tribulations. So I had a, pe- a pair of old, like, old Italian trials riding boots that I've loved for years, but they're, just, they're starting to fall apart. And so I bought these, and these are MSR. Um, they're out of Tuckeraki, and they are ADV riding boots. Since nobody knows what trials riding is anymore, but everyone knows what ADV is, <laughs> so they are essentially motocross boots, what you can walk around in. So they have the cup, they have the giant metal cup enforcement on your ankle bone, and they have all of the ankle support that you'd expect, but you can actually physically, like, step up and down and walk upstairs, and they're not like wearing ski boots, which is when you wear dirt bike boots, motocross boots, they're like wearing ski boots. They're kind of hard to walk around in. By everyone knows what ADV is, do you mean... um, ADV? Yeah, ADV, like old, pretentious white dudes that like to ride to Starbucks with all the tour packs on their BMWs? They don't have to be that old. I've seen young guys doing it. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, and it could be anything from a CSC Chinese 250cc all the way up to a Orgasmatron 4000 BMW. They're all ADV. The whole thing is ADV. And ADV is all about if you have aluminum or silver-colored plastic boxes on your motorcycle, you are officially ADV. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to get some for my DRC. Yeah, get some silver-colored just, just boxes. Just to be a dick. They don't have to be metal. They can be plastic. Oh, spray paint. Right, spray paint. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, get or ammo boxes or a milk crate. So, like, on my KLR, I have a milk crate, and it's spray-painted ADV aluminum silver. Excellent. Wow. Right. So I have a milk crate on my KLR, which makes it an ADV bike. Yeah. And because it's KLR 650, it's milk Ralph's, crate. Ralph's Vespa has a milk crate on it and a windshield. Does that make it ADV? That's an ADV Vespa. It's got a windshield and a milk yeah. crate. That oh, is yeah. a fucking ADV Vespa. You know what? If you can, if you can like shoehorn a set of like Conti's onto that thing, yeah, right. dude, you got to ride the Trans Pacific Highway on that. Yeah. Mm. Be the first Vespa to make it. Uh, I've all Stella. I've taken yeah. Vespas places a rental car won't go. Yeah. I mean, so uh, what's going on this weekend, Barber? Barber, right now at this very yep. minute, Kurt Edwards is uh, with a Toyota Tundra and a uh, Honda Cub in the back, I'm Super jealous. Cub in the back. I'd give anything and he's to in Barber. Kurt right now. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. fun. Man. I've wanted to go there so many. I was so. Would you be Big Spoon or Little Spoon? I was. I, I was literally. I had. You guys want to do it? Yes. Let's do it next year. Let's go next. Barber, who's that? I've been getting harassed. All my friends down there have been harassing me for five years to make it. We'll go. I have not not made it. I I really need to go. I will be done. So let's do it. Let's do it fun. We'll take. We'll see how many we get. Here's the rule. If Convoy. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking that you know we got the Tundra that holds holds four American sized men, and we can if we want to do it if we want to do it classy. No, let's do we it. We want to take some shit to sell. No, fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Let's just go down there and buy some shit down there. <laughs> and then, back, and then, because we look, Pennington's been down there. He bought two Lambrettas already. Yeah, Pennington's already bought. He rented a truck. Ride the dog down and buy something and ride it back. Well, he's from Nolan. Ooh, that's from, Pennington's from Nolan's, <laughs> and he rented a pickup truck, like a four door. <laughs> We only have to go as far as Cincinnati or down towards uh, Louisville. Get a ride with Kurt. And we can get rides with other people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Kurt went down solo, but... To my knowledge, he did. He's got four doors in his Tundra. Yep. Yeah. That's to my one. knowledge, that's, he did. That's one, three doors one that were not occupied. One uh, CL and one C- in between seats. C- right? Don for the little guys. Taking his, like uh, uh, Tacoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solo. Yeah. Quad cap Tacoma. 
Well, hey, I'm. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a really good idea. I think my, we should do barber. And that is my friend Miguel comes drink. up every year. For <laughs> it's a fucking good drink, isn't it? I'm telling you. And, hey, and we got a place to stay down there. My buddy Kylie lives right outside of Barber. Really? Oh, right. And every year for Barber, he offers. He's got a ton of land, and he offers up camping spaces oh, for yeah, everyone. Maybe. That's cool. I'm, so, I'm one off from knowing what my. Fairly He's open to Miguel. Go down there and camp, like from Florida. Yeah, do it. Is friends with James Barker, okay. yeah. who is what a grandson, grandson. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could get him. Hey. Maybe we could get him to sit in on a podcast. All I know I is like twenty <laughs> minutes um, from Barber. We ain't never not yeah. done it yet. They all they all get together. As Jerry, as Jerry, Jerry right once said, is it, I was ready to go. I had a spot Ohio? paid for in the swap meet. Barber, basically, it's at the motorcycle museum. Went to jail. Okay, so to give you guys an idea, went to jail. has yeah. anybody else here been to the Barber Museum? I've only seen pictures. I have not. Take every motorcycle that a particular manufacturer Dude, ever it's like a life-size and matchbox put them case. in a Pez dispenser. There you go. That's it's unbelievable. And the Pez dispenser is vertically up, and you can literally yeah. see all the versions of all the bikes that they ever made. Three stories or four stories? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and plus, the racetrack there is amazing. So they are the the racetrack is no slouch. It seems a lot cleaner than Mid Ohio. Do you think? <laughs> do you think? You know what? One, I'm not going to think I'm going to have anybody's naked nuts on my face at Barber. I'm pretty sure that shit like it's got to be like a kindler, gentler Mid Ohio, right? I mean, I granted it is a vintage days mentality, but it is not an AMA vintage days mentality. No. Like Mid Ohio owns it. They have accidentally <laughs> let the fun corner be the fun corner. That's like the Pebble Beach Barrett Jackson type of. It is the Pebble Beach. It is the quail. It, it, is. it is the quail of the East Coast. It's the quail is actually South Coast. But the uh, but if you guys want to go to Barber next year, this is the weekend. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, we're not taking the fucking bus. <laughs> no, no, no. Because sixty miles an hour all the way to Barber, you know. Yeah, I'd take the RV, but I'd have to like take off Thursday and Friday. Yeah, that's leave, what I'm saying. Leave no. Wednesday, no. drive all day Thursday no. just to no, be down no. There. We'll take one of my high speed vehicles. Like you, the Tundra you, can do that whole thing at 100 miles an we hour. We should book a hotel room like right now and just do it that way. Well, or Airbnb. Or, no, but just stay at Kylie's house or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just bring some tents. He's got tons of property. I pitch a tent every morning. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. I mean, it's no. You find a storage unit five minutes away from Barber, and you you call him, and you're like, I need a storage unit, <laughs> and you pretend like you're going to keep the thing for a year. You pay for the first month up front for $79. We buy an enclosed trailer and, and you literally... And then load it full of bikes and exactly. drive home. Yeah, yeah. Take a 14-foot enclosed trailer. Ooh. Yeah, if you want to have fun, there's lots of ways to have fun, but we if you just guys want don't to drive, sleep, we, do we don't do anything but drink and get... Oh, <laughs> 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 but going down to Barber, I mean, we've done... Look, Going Dustin and I did. Barber. Dustin and I did Burlington, Alabama, in a five hundred dollar van. People have been shooting Easily. pictures all day Twice. long, man. Twice. <laughs> Jesse came and back, and we got all the way to New Orleans. Right, oh, exactly. Jesse's right. his girl. What you proven what? Huh? I'm just babbling in the background, so that you know, people. I've been people have been shooting pictures all day long. Kurt, right. everybody's a barber. Uh, right, right. Everybody's a barber. Why are we not a barber? Joe Veal, whatever the hell his real name right. is. Yeah. Yes, didn't we? Need I, a I've been getting harassed all day by people like, "Are you coming to barber? Are you coming to barber? barber?" I'm like, "No." We should go to barber. Yeah, we should go to barber next. Barber. Year. It's fun. Barber. 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 Barber.
Fuck me. I'm going to bet you, I'm gonna bet you by this time next year, I can have a zero booth at Barber. Yeah. Yeah. They'll pay us to be on there. That's right. No, they didn't pay us to be at Mid-Ohio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bitches. I'm all sticky and happy. <laughs> Keep this going. Right I'm back. glad I'm across the table from you. Nah. 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 Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I've always wanted to go there. Never have. I, it's worth going there, I think, just for the museum. Everything I've seen about the museum is spectacular. You're going to see, you know, the what best... What they have? Do they... They have racing there, right? Because well, yeah, 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 there's there's a race track, so there's, so there's yeah. racing going they have a beautiful on. Beautiful track. I mean, I'm sure they have scrambles. I'm sure they have. Uh, I don't know what they have as far as the off road. I think it's mostly mostly track. I yeah? Think, yeah, yeah. I think mostly with there, it's a track from what I've seen. They have a, a swap meet. I don't know. I'm sure it's not just the, the down and dirty swap meet that they have at Mid Ohio and everything. Um, I heard it is actually. Pictures. I heard it was a pretty substantial. I've swap seen meet. pictures today. I don't know just if it's like the Mid-Ohio. same vibe where <laughs> people and motorcycles meld together as one and live in harmony. And I, you know, either do I because I have not been there. Lose so. their clothes and live in harmony. <laughs> but I know that they have, have paved, little hippie flower. Babies. I know it's going to be different just because they have paved roads and stuff like that. Here's the problem so with modern cool. men's pants: the zipper is literally two inches long. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to live in a world where your zipper is only two inches long? I'm good. <laughs> in your case, it's probably one inch too long. <laughs> Anything you need to do, the belt needs to come off. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, why is a zipper only yeah, two inches I, long? You know, after, it doesn't go down enough. Look at that. It's a two-inch long zipper. I like the stands of the bathroom anyway. Just, you know, every time you go in take there, Take your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> just take your, just yeah, take just, your clothes off. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Just enjoy the experience. I, you know, I was working security at one point, and somebody actually came to us and complained that they were in the bathroom, and some man pulled his pants all the way down to his ankle to take a pee. And that's a complaint. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you want me to fucking do about yeah. it? Yeah. I literally said, I literally said, what do yeah. you want me to fucking do about okay, it? Okay, this combination of ice cream, knob creep, knob creep, knob creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. I've done it three times now. <laughs> Apparently my mouth can't make that sound. Um, and G- Canada Dry Ginger Ale. I just keep getting more meringue. Mm. More head. More meringue. I can't. No, it's not head. That's meringue. Yeah. I can't get the beverage through the meringue. <laughs> oh, but what a delicious thing it is. Sometimes you got to take a mouthful. That is way better than that faggy-ass, uh, what do they call that, whipped cream stuff? <coughs> Tomorrow. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think even I think even people identified once as uh, gay would admit that that whipped cream with the vodka in it is a bad idea. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. That tasted like chemicals. It did. It tasted like it tasted like I was shooting like some sort of cleaning product. It tasted like I was just shooting like hair mousse <laughs> in, in, into my mouth, you know? With, a, with a vodka. Yeah, great. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, Might so there's moves. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys get any of uh, mango, uh, or did you just get regular margaritas? Well, we just got just regular. Just regular, regular, regular. That's Johnny cool. turned me on to mango I love yes, That's what I was telling him. Mango's pretty good, yeah. Strawberry mango and pineapple mango are like the best. Put your pinky up when you say that. <laughs> Camaro. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Shit's good. Yeah, that 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 is uh, in a frozen form, not a rocks. No, no, you got a slushy. Yeah, you got to drink yeah. the girly drinks in a slushy. And a slushy. Yeah. I like the rocks. Though. Okay, the so second you make it into a slush, you can go as weird as you want to go, because once it's a slushy, 
Go fuck it, give me a daiquiri. Right, right. Go crazy. I don't care what flavor you have. Back to the motorcycle thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, John. (laughs) You were just working on. Oh, read it. Oh, dude. Bitch is dead, though. You got to eat him now. I killed him. (laughs) Good job. That's all right. That's all right. I got it. I got it. It'll be fine. What was I working on? See, right. some people were working on motorcycles, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but you were working on, you, you and your son just brought in the... Yes, my son and I were working on his ATC. All-terrain cycle, yeah, the, oh. the dreaded three-wheelers. Okay, yeah, no shit. Everybody yeah. loses their mind when they hear three-wheeler. Yeah. They're you illegal. can't ride a three-wheeler. No. You're going to kill no, yourself with a three-wheeler. Yeah. Those things are dangerous. They're, they're not awful. illegal. They were just removed from the... Supplies. Right. The manufacturers right. voluntarily pulled them. Right. 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 Before. Because they decided that America had enough crippled children. Before they Has everybody be. ridden on ATC? Is anybody oh, yeah. I have not actually ridden on ATC. Oh, dude. It's, it's an sucks. experience that <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to turn right, you lean left and hit yeah. the gas. Yeah. From my Pretty childhood, I remember a very. Awesome, very yeah, seriously, fun. It's like, I want to go there. You know, you have to pick the long wheel up and go. <laughs> yeah. I love you those pick the inside wheel up and the, yeah. the whole bike. Um, turn. I revisited you that through the turn. You let off to turn. Yeah. Yeah. I, back when I was a kid, yeah. when I was a kid, I had one eighty five, two hundred, Honda two hundred X, the first one with the manual clutch. Wow. I had a couple of di- different two fifty R's. Is red. Yeah. <laughs> had a couple of different two fifty R's, which is the two stroke version. Right. Oh yeah. And in two thousand and six or seven. Yeah. I revisited three wheelers. Yeah, I found an old '84 air cooled, last of the air cooled ATC 250R, <laughs> which had a which had, which had a factory Honda excuse me, 310 kit installed. Oh boy, because that's what you and needed. <laughs> I took the thing, and now, now mind you, at that point you in time, needed more wheelies. At, at that point so in time, so that's a CR 250 motor. Yes, right. 252 stroke a CR 250 motor. It's pretty old. I mean, back have, in those days, I think they were 30 something horse. Yeah, oh yeah, five speed. So it had five speeds. Yep, five clutch. Speed. A clutch. Yeah, manual thumb, clutch. Thumb throttle or a twist throttle? The one that I acquired in 06 or 07 had way. a twist throttle. Yeah. Um, looking back like on that, I, I think throttle. I should have stayed with a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> But so I get back on this thing. Now, mind you, at that point in my life, (laughs) at that point in my life, I'm about 255 to 260 pounds. I was working at Ford. I was going to the gym three, four days a week at least with my buddy Chad. And uh, I was riding four wheels all the time. I mean, we went to. We went to. Almost. Yeah. We went to. Grundy, I think it was Virginia yeah, for a yeah. week, man, yeah. and just camped and four wheeled and shotguns and drank and fucked off, and it was great. Oh. No women around, it was awesome. <laughs> Why did you make that jerk off motion <laughs> when you said fucked off? Fucked off, it just fucked off, man. <laughs> right, right. Go, go into the woods and fuck off. You shoot guns, but, you drink, you smoke, and oh, yeah, four wheelers around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, I was fit enough to do that, right, without being overly winded and ki- yeah. so I got this three wheeler. And we went to Wayne. We used to, I used to go to Wayne four or five times a summer, oh, yeah. Wayne National Forest. Right. We went to Wayne. I took a dirt bike with me just in case the trike fucked up. Yeah. And it's a really good thing I did because it took that thing about 40 minutes to whip my ass. Like really? It hadn't been whipped since I was a teenager. Yeah. I totally... The years of riding four wheelers, you're riding quads, you get a lot of complacent. Yeah, you're like, because you're driving riding a car. quad's a lot easier. Right. You still power slide, you yeah. still you still use the throttle to turn, but you don't have to worry about the weight transfer. And that's what right. you were just talking about. Yeah. 
that if you're if you're not spinning the rear that end, that Weisinger one twenty five pissed. If me you're off. not spinning the rear yeah, end, yeah. you have to move your physical right. weight to the inside, yeah. but you have to keep the weight on the foot of the, the outside, foot, the outside, so that the inside yeah. tire can can spin. Being like, you got to give it the gas, get soon, moving a little bit, then let off the gas and lean, and then uh, turn as turn it around. soon as the back end breaks yeah. loose, you have to transfer the weight mm-hmm. from one foot to the other while still keeping your body mass hang- and. It kicked my ass. You never saw me sell a vehicle like, dude, so I gotta, fast I gotta, as a perfectly cherry I gotta ride the dirt bike. Could Fuck not find a Trizinger. Yeah. It was the nicest one you could. It ever was ride. the nicest Trizinger on the planet, and I couldn't sell it fast enough because the more and as a little tiny one twenty five that it was two stroke, it's still. The noise that it made when it was running was, I'm going to fuck you, 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 I'm going to fuck you. And then when you spool it, it be like, you're getting fucked! You're getting fucked! And it was just waiting to fuck me over. And I would try to, like, on predictable grass, grass, flat grass. We all know what that's going to act like. It's flat fucking grass. It's green grass. We know how it's going to act. If I'm concerned, I'm going to give it a little more throttle. I'm going to steer into it. We've all been there. And I would ride that thing, and I'd, I'd get it hooking up, and I'd get the back end out a little bit, and I'd feed a little bit more gas, and I'd get it sideways, and everything's beautiful, and then the inside of it would just go, fuck you! And I'm hooking up! I'm hooking up, and now you're going to be upside down, right? <laughs> and now you're in torsion, and your leg's in the air, and you got a rod up your back, and you got fused vertebrae. How do you think they got those cover shots for three- and four-wheel action of the trike on no one rear shit. wheel? And the dude's just like anytime I cross, it was the shot of right before he crashed. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. He's dead. The dude's, <laughs> the dude's full cross. Yeah. His outside foot is sticking straight yeah. out, not on the yeah. peg, straight out. Yeah, and he's just like, oh yeah, life is good. Well, motherfucker, ten seconds, ten seconds after later, that, he's in torsion. He's eating shit. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> in a helicopter. Jeff Filippini. <laughs> had the 250R. Yeah, 250R. Yeah. And uh, and he rode that thing all the time. He lived on a 400 yeah. acre farm. Yeah. And he's that dude. There's he a was the trike dude who could fucking yeah. do anything on his there trike. Is a I could do that when I was 19. There's a he was <laughs> 18. somebody's grandparents. I, I shits thou not. There's a photograph of somebody's grandparents riding two Honda ATC 110s. Zero suspension. And they're both in the air. And they're yeah. both like 9 or 10 feet in the air. Oh. It's a lady. Oh. It's, a, it's a woman and a fella. And this is probably circa 1972 or 75. And these two ATCs are completely fucking airborne. And the only thing I can think is, like, that's somebody's grandparents. Except for the fact that they didn't live 10 seconds after that photo was taken. They both died. They were models that were paid $53 to show up, and they're like, gas the shit out of it, hit that ramp, and we're going to be underneath you with the cameras. And then those people are buried out in that desert right now. Yeah. Your if you chill, you. if you yeah. chill, back to what Johnny was brought up there, <laughs> yeah. the, the the 110, there's no suspension on that thing. Oh. It's suspension are the, the suspension 22 the inch tires. tall tires, right? Four PSI. But I mean, if you chill, yeah. it's a 110, dude. It's a posty bike motor. It's got a low, yeah. low and high sure, range. Sure, sure. Crack the bitch into low. Yeah. 
Doesn't matter. Yamaha 125, two stroke. Run around the backyard. Me. I mean, that thing would stand up real you quick. You sell ATs, uh, that one at the at I trade Ohio? at Mid Ohio for the RV one. I said, I think I, yeah, I delivered that survived. one out to you that that two years ago. I, I brought one of the trucks out within the back. Trading. Yeah, for, <laughs> yeah but the other one, my yeah, dream yeah. bike. That yeah, you did bring so that. happy. My buddy, he's like, you left before I got there. Oh, okay. He used to ride into football practice on on the back doing a wheelie. That was an $800 bike with a $2,000 story. That's exactly what that was. That's awesome. That dude had his wrap down solid. There was no question about that guy's wrap. And you know what? I think we still got away clean because you still have the RV and it hasn't killed you yet. Dude, why don't you just... Never mind. So, yeah. The point is that the the Yamaha... You know... yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, it. that's, that's a three Almost killed me. device with a two stroke motor that's designed to churn you up and, and rip same, your legs. Same, oh, same era, 200, yeah. one of my favorites. There's yeah. a paraplegic that's now a quadriplegic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? Teenagers don't need ankles. You know what? Teenagers just don't need ankles. You just suck them up. And, like, meanwhile, Honda was trying to fight the thing with the Odyssey. So the whole time, all the bad energy was being put into Honda that one? ATCs. That's the big version of yours? That is a big red. That's, that's a big red. That's it has a, reverse. Two okay. fi- that's a 250. Yeah. Now, that's... Four-stroke. That's, that's the Andre, cuddly one. That's Andre, that's, <laughs> that's Andre Renoir on it. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Anybody else in the world, that's right. a huge three-wheeler. Right. And, and some of those... <laughs> with him on it, With him on it, it looks like an ATC 90. Right. Some of the ATC... That might actually have... The big red was... The shit. I love the big It actually might have a rear diff where you could actually disengage. Yeah. Uh, so yes, now yes, you yes. can actually turn. You don't yeah, have a locked turn. rear end. Uh, everything is full rear that, end. That feature to the big red had reverse. The big red was a two fifty four stroke overhead valve motor. It was when, it, when they first started doing it, it was a two hundred. Yep. Big red, and yeah. then the the later ones were two fifty. Mm-hmm. Had suspension all the way around. Oh, the ones we did at the shop, reverse rifle racks on and everything. Like they were fully racked out. But yeah. the, were those the ones with a rear diff shaft drive. Most of the shafties had. Yeah, shafties had most, not all. Most of the shafties had a diff. Those big reds were awesome. Um, we had a plow on one at the shop I worked at. We had a plow on one, and we plow the driveway with it and everything else. It was like, oh my god, somebody made. Right. What? I, even so like, yeah, I have a yeah. picture. I saved that picture. The yeah, other I rode day. those around, but the big red was safe. But then everything else was de- deadly. Yeah, somebody made. Fun. There was a couple of them that weren't yeah. bad. Kawasaki made a KLT series that wasn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Wasn't all, horrible. I mean, all that shit you was know? all. I mean, yeah. so I think it's beautiful that you're going to put your son because you don't care much about him on a, <laughs> <laughs> on a death trap. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you did you see the? Yeah, why should your son walk upright? I, I love it. Yeah, why should your son not have? Oh, he's so proud. Wait, 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 where's the where's the one picture of him with the thumbs up? He's so right. fucking proud of this thing. Yeah, because as a person that's got a titanium rod in his left leg. I can tell you, it's a growth experience. I tell you what, if you got a truck, is that a one ten or a ninety? And your buddy's it's got a one ten, a one ten. Yeah, it's a one ten. ATC one ten. Yeah, same bike basically. Yeah. If you got a trike and your buddy's got nothing, yeah, you got a. You're way up, man. You're way up in the game. I mean, yeah, for a week, yeah. then you're dead. Every then time you're dead. Every <laughs> time he puts his foot down, hit him with a stun gun. Yeah. Now I will admit, I will admit, I went from riding a dirt bike or yeah. riding dirt bikes. Yeah. To riding three wheelers, I did run over my own foot, and that wheel will try and run up the back of your leg. It will pull and you pull you down off the saddle. Yes, yes, it will. I've done it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I was I was, r- <laughs> I was riding it. My buddy Nick, 
Angeles had a snowmobile, little, little shit snowmobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to go winter riding, and I took the trike. Took yeah. the, at the time, I had an ATC 200, yeah. um, automatic clutch, just a little ATC. And I must have wrecked the thing 10 times in the first 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to get the dirt bike. I can do better on two I can wheels. I do better on two wheels than three. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, use mine. He had a YZ80. Right. Use mine. It's got studs in it. He studs in put, it. Yeah, yeah you he put run. studs in the tires. Yeah. Cool, man, cool. And then he ran over we went like, back, the studs. No, no, no. Well, listen, <laughs> we went back to his house, and he changed from his little 340 whatever, yeah. Exciter whatever, Exciter for, yeah. to his dad's VMAX. Right. Which, VMAX is the name Yamaha's used on... Oh yeah, Several long things. before it was yeah. on a motorcycle, it was on a snow. So he machine. changed his dad's VMAX, which six, six, also had a yeah. studded track. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, remember the story about Merritt getting run over? Yeah. I got run over that fucking studded track. <coughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They... And I, I went down on the YZ and I'm like, looked up and see the snowmobile, and right. at least he was smart enough, at least, to lift the front end right. so the skis didn't hit. No. And just kind of boom. Yeah. And I mean, that was fine, but. So back on the topic yeah. of all the fun things you could have done this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the Gettysburg rally that you didn't get to go to. I didn't, uh, go, to, I didn't go to a rally I've been going to since like 1994-ish. So tell us what you're missing. Uh, so Gettysburg uh, so Gettysburg used to be the Summit Point Rally. And years and years and years ago, a bunch of mad scooter lunatics used to invade the Summit Point Raceway Park. And we'd go there and uh, we'd camp out and turn, I don't know, Four, five, six and a half, or whatever the fuck it was, right by the right by the uh, decreasing radius turn carousel. So we'd camp out by the carousel, and uh, for ages there'd be a bunch of drunk fucking, uh, like drunk fucking scooter boys that would show up at a motorcycle raceway park and pay our twenty five dollar admission or whatever it was, and go in and drink. Stupid amounts of alcohol. Everything. Yep. And then we would randomly roll out of that place on Saturday evening to go to a bar called the the Golden Horseshoe in Charlestown, West Virginia. Not Charleston. Charlestown. I like the sound. Short distance from the Harper's Ferry. Uh, But the Harper's Ferry. Harper's Ferry. The short distance from the. Study your history. You'll know where it is. The uh, but we'd go to the Golden Horseshoe and we would run that place. In fact, at one point. Ages ago, we had, I don't know, four and 40 of us in the Golden Horseshoe, and the stripper comes out and she goes, You guys look like a bunch of skinheads. <laughs> and we're like, Oi! <laughs> and she goes, Are you good heads? She said, Are you good skinheads or bad skinheads? And a friend of mine who's a teacher who shall remain nameless, but he's British, said, we're naughty skinheads. <laughs> naughty. <laughs> and she went, oh, good. And she went out to her car and she brought back in all of her madness, specials, and everything else CDs out of the car. And for the rest of the night, every time she came on stage, it was to ska music. Nice. And as you can imagine, we tipped her heavily. And I have her underwear <laughs> in a cigar box in my tipped. basement. Tipped. Tipped. Yeah. Tipped. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I get to see Phil going down to his basement every now and then, no, open, up, no, open up the no. box, and like. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 smells like Cohibas and $89. Smells yeah. like. Smells like. <laughs> Forgotten youth. <laughs> First, it smells like bad decisions at Cohibas. But the uh, but the rally was ridiculous, and then we got kicked out of that rally site. So the people that ran the Summit Point Rally decided, "Fuck that! We'll do it in Gettysburg, as you do." Gettysburg. So they found a a lodge run by like the local Moose Club, 
<laughs> the loyal order of water buffalo. Yeah, and so right now, this very weekend, where I'm supposed to be right now, is the Moose Club Gettysburg Rally that is still to this day called NSP, not Summit Point. <laughs> My friends are very creative. So, uh, and it's usually, it's like, bring your BB guns. We have like BB guns, shoot nannies. It's not as Camaro as it sounds. There's money involved. <laughs> Look, the pink, the pink Daisy BB, BB guns shoot better than the non-pink ones. And I think that's the guys really? in the factory going, mm. the good barrels go in the pink guns to even things out for the sisters and the brothers. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got a pink one that shoots way better than a not pink one. Yeah. That my sounds pink one shoots better Camaro. than my Red Rider. But the uh, anyway, I'm missing that. And then we go downtown and we take old-timey photos with the scooters involved and all kinds of good shit. And uh, it's uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know that scooter rallies are not what you think they are. <laughs> um, they're a little different. They're I was strange. quite surprised. Yeah, scooter rallies are a little weird. But the uh, they're 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 cool. But I'm missing that one. Just it's just a timing thing. I gotta go back out there anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, I honestly think scooter rallies are more hardcore than any like major biker rally. I've been going to biker rallies for a long time, and I've gone to the Daytonas. I've gone to the Sturgises. I've gone to the Chillicothes. I've gone to a lot of different biker rallies, and what I can say is. There's a strange description is that at a scooter rally, it is both dangerous and safe. And that's a weird dichotomy because at the scooter rally, there are explosives. Depends on who you're with. There's at the alcohol. Rallies, whether you feel safe or not. I mean, if you're. Yeah, I've, I've been. Yeah. No, no. I've never felt personally in danger at a, at a motorcycle rally. You could take your girlfriend to a scooter rally. And then you better you better make sure you don't go to bed, go to bed before she does. <laughs> yeah, because I don't care how good your magic is; somebody else's magic is stronger. The, uh, Would you like to see my mojo, baby? <laughs> I've got my mojo right here. Got my mojo the, uh, right here. But the thing with scooter rallies is, like, the thing about that is everybody at the rally for scooters, they're adults, they're educated, they're professional. And they've got the really good explosives. They've got the really good <laughs> weed. They've got the really good pharmaceuticals. They've got the really good alcohol. Food. Like, good yeah, food. the food is really good. Good music. Like, the music is really good. So everything at the scooter rally is truly medicinal or weapons grade. Whereas you go to a biker rally and everything is what they could find on the way to the rally. And so if somebody hands you a little piece of paper... Or buy off the guy on the side of the road. Yeah, right, on the way in. I got these here jars of shine. (laughs) I guarantee it's 120 proof. Right, the moonshine at scooter rallies is diabolical. (laughs) The moonshine on the way to the motorcycle rally is because you're on your way to the motorcycle rally. Cletus brought out what he brought out. We use this to start the generator. It's it's because Jeremy distilled a fucking quart of wine. You know? (laughs) It's It's all good. I just just done took a gallon of wine. Last week he weeded his yard and you're drinking it right now. uh, Them dandelions, they ferment. They're good to go. It's still here next week. They go. Sure. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. The like what we've learned about scooter rallies is like everybody who shows up at scooter rallies is like a trained professional. So they've been doing it for twenty years and their shit's on point. Whereas the biker rallies, 
the old the old crusty bikers, they're just not playing in the game anymore. So it's like the young twenty five and thirty five year old bikers, and they show up and they're just like they're just happy to have a flask, you know. Whereas the guys that show up at the scooter rallies are like, oh, fentanyl so last year, <laughs> you know. We've got this new thing. Oh, pshaw, pshaw, right? And it's it's usually yeah. That's that's the weird thing. Like at some point, somebody's gonna land at a scooter rally in a fucking helicopter that they own. And I'm gonna be like, instead of taking off in a helicopter that, <laughs> yeah. they, that they borrowed, that they're renting, yeah, that the that hospital sent for them, <laughs> that they rented last minute. Because <laughs> I've never seen a helicopter show up at a motorcycle rally, but I've seen two helicopters show up at scooter rallies. Yeah, yeah. And not for nothing, say what you want about scooters. I've seen two helicopters land at scooter rallies. So, so fuck you. People do seem to get mangled pretty proper. Yeah, for ten. Wheels. <laughs> For 10 inch wheels, people are balls deep all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw a fucking Yamaha Big Wheel 200 upside down, 14 feet in the air. And I saw the guy who was riding it look back at me and give me a thumbs up. <laughs> and he was like, I told you I could get a knee down in the dirt. <laughs> and I only broke a few things. It's yeah. cool. No. That's a- you know what? That bike, I've not put a nickel into. Yeah, I bought a new shift lever for it. Didn't need it. No, I, m- I meant his body. No, he's fine. That is a true Jedi move. That is a Jedi. Move. <laughs> that was a Jedi. That, that was Scott, one of the one of the ultimate Jedi's. And Jedi and Jedi Scott earned that shit. He's like, I told you I'd get a knee down on a BW two hundred in the wet grass. Way to go, hero. Way to go. So what time are we running, Dustin? Uh, we are running about uh, 1.30. Ooh, so oh, I, plenty of time. Oh no, it's about time I have to go pick Good up my Jesus. daughter. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's getting close. It's 10.15. Quick Did anybody see this? What? And I don't really, I don't, I didn't really want to take it in here. But this is a... Come on, Marshmallow. Okay. Remember, they're only one listener. The Las Vegas shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Las Vegas sake. shooting. So I will oh, say the gentleman did flip off the shooter. There and is a guy. based on the angle of his arm, he was aiming it towards the 32nd floor and not the of fourth. the Mandalay. Like, so if you could draw a laser beam from the tip of his nose to his middle finger, he would have had the, the fucking shooter nailed. Like, his triangulation was on point. If he was in charge of civilian defense, he had it all if figured out. he had out. a gun. Yeah, well, no, it would take Yo. a little more than a gun. Yeah. yeah well, that's, Yo, yeah. If he had a gun, yeah. he would have no. completely missed that shot. And he would have completely missed And that shot, shot some innocent person yeah, yeah. in another I room. Mean, all, I mean, granted... There, there is gonna, no if he had a gun moment everyone's at that this fucking s- scenario. Everyone's going to hear this after when we're talking about it right now. But in deference to the horrible thing that happened in Las Vegas, a place where I've seen more than one music festival... When we do punk rock bowling, we are 5,000 of us in a parking lot on asphalt, surrounded by tall buildings, and we are a literal chum to the sharks. Like, anybody who wanted to, from a low-rise three-story hotel, because it's in North Vegas, like it's Fremont Street, from anybody in a low-rise three-story hotel to somebody in a 30-second floor with, and I don't care if it's a bump, Stock or a full auto or whatever the fuck it is, whatever it is, it's spraying fucking bullets. It's spraying fast. bullets fast and uh, into twenty two thousand people. And like realistically, John and John and myself, it's hard to miss. Are you a gunfight? 
I have never shot. Okay, right. So you're the, exactly the opposite. He's just a fag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fag fag. Right. But, but... Camaro, Camaro. I have, I have in my own personal safe at home. Arsenal? No, it's not an arsenal. Mm-hmm. It's just a safe no. full of guns. It's my collection. It's a collection. Thank you. But, like, that game, we talk about this, and it's like, does the bump stop? I'm sorry, the bump stock. I know. <laughs> I keep yeah, calling it a bump, a bump stop, stop, too. I know. <laughs> because of the motorcycle oh, seats. Yeah, oh, whatever. Stop. I can do the same thing with bump a stop. belt loop. I mean, exactly. We've all done it. We've all done it. We've all spent... We've all spent. See this? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the hilarious thing is now and that it works the spent, same way. We've all spent forty dollars in five seconds. Now they oh, yeah. yeah. now they put out a thing where like, oh, you can convert your AR to fifteen to shoot seventy thousand rounds a second. Doesn't like, matter. Okay. <laughs> From the it's second I had a metal fire, that would cost a lot of money. I could operate any of my op- my firearms at full auto, and I've yeah. also had firearms. That weren't full auto that became full auto because I didn't clean them enough. Yeah, uh, that's so, yeah. don't clean that firing pin assembly. Right. And all exactly. I've had a number of firearms that just due to negligence that were engineered to be semi and were never engineered to be full, just due to negligence or a good day shooting, have just decided to empty a thirty round magazine or in the case of a nineteen eleven, a seven or eight round magazine in my, one second. My brother. What do they coke up the pin? Yeah, it's a seer. My my brother Mark had a Ruger yeah. ten twenty two, yeah. most reliable, mm-hmm. one of the most reliable guns he ever yeah. have. Yeah, five round burst every time. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> but you couldn't even tell. It was just a burp. There's an argument right now between semi automatic and automatic, and what we what, what people who shoot will tell you anytime is that anything can be an automatic if it's malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. So if you take a semi automatic. The idea behind it, the difference between an automatic and a semi-automatic is that they are impeding the ability of the weapon mm-hmm. to be automatic. So its natural state is to be automatic because it is a gunpowder-fired machine. And just like your motorcycle is a gasoline-powered machine and you get you know, 3,000 RPMs, 3,000 rounds per minute. Think of the bolt as a piston. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in, uh, in the case of a weapon or a, a rifle or a pistol... It wants to be 3,000 rounds per minute. And if it's not, if it's anything less than 3,000 RPMs, it's because you've done something to impede its ability to do that. So their natural state is to empty the magazine as soon as you initiate the mechanical mm-hmm. process. So anything else is an interference with the design of the weapon. So we've all played the game and we've spent a lot of money doing it. But whether it's a bump stock or a crank winder or tr- literally a technique that we've learned to use the recoil of the weapon, an electric fire screwdriver with lobes on it, electric <laughs> screwdriver with lobes on it, or just a rat tailed file, like a rat tailed file in the hands of somebody who owns an AR-15 or an AK-47, can turn that vehicle from or that uh, that. Yeah, vehicle. That <laughs> gun. Gun. It can turn that gun from Whatever. semi-automatic to fully automatic in about about forty-five seconds, with a bastard file, with a rat-tailed file. And I've done it. I mean, I've I've compromised a lower receiver group or a trigger assembly just so I could see how quickly I could turn a vehicle or a gun from semi-auto to full auto, just for the hell of it. And yeah, it can be done in about forty-five seconds. So it doesn't. You don't need to buy a bump stock. Uh, but 
Yeah. The second go, you do that, yeah. the second you do that, you are now in a lot of fucking trouble if right. you get caught doing it. Yes, exactly. Well, yes. Yeah. And this bastard, bastard right. murder is illegal. This bastard who right. shot up well, this bastard who shot up a bunch of people that were doing nothing better than going to a, a concert. And I feel ter- I feel horrible for anybody who had to be in that position because no American citizen should ever have to think about defending their life or their friends' lives or anybody else's lives when they're going to a goddamn concert. And that's fucked up. Right. And we have people that volunteer to do that. We have people that are in the military that accept that that's their lot in life or, mil- or law enforcement officers that accept that that's their lot in life. But for people who just bought a ticket to see Travis Tritt stroke a fucking strummer, like... Uh, they shouldn't have to think about being shot, and and nobody should, and that's fucked up. And this guy, whatever his motivations were, who doesn't is the worst part. We're never going to know. That's the worst. Well, part I, I can tell you right now what his motivation was. There was no real motivation other than mass kill. Like for whatever yeah. reason, yeah. Well, but that's it. But why? He just that's got it in his thing. mind. Right. Like, I'm I'm just fucking. I'm going to kill a I'm, lot of people. I'm going to kill a lot of people. Yeah, and, and I. And the interesting thing is, uh, when I was in the military, we joked about, well, we joked, we trained <laughs> this this ratio. And it's this 10 to 1 ratio. It's this 10 to 1 ratio between KIA and WIA. So, and if you look at the numbers... Killed in action, wounded in action. Yeah, if you look at the numbers on this, it actually fleshes out to exactly a 10 to 1 ratio. And uh, that's, a, like, as a military person who goes, like, well, these numbers were legitimate or trained to us... In military operations, and when we see that in a civilian application, it's really disturbing because you just think like the chaos and everything that was involved there. I feel I feel horrible for anybody who had to go through that. Um, it's it's really really bad. Uh, if you haven't signed up to be a police officer, if you haven't signed up to be in the military, you should never have to go through that. Like that should never have to be your mm-hmm. thought. Protecting your wife or your husband or your kids. Uh, from bullets coming in randomly from a sniper position, that's nothing anybody should ever have to deal with. I feel terrible for anybody who has to. It's, it's fucked up. Uh, my, uh, my only thing was that just takes some stones to just be standing there. Somebody's shooting at a fucking... People are falling all around and you're just like, fuck you. Yeah, I can tell but you... But I think I, he pretty much wrote himself up. He's like, I'm going to get shot. Yeah, I, I, my natural thing is we joke about there's people that run from and run to. And I've always been a person that runs too. I've been, okay, you know, cool. I've, my whole life I've been a person that runs to the sound of chaos. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually I find you lighting off some fireworks. <laughs> 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 no, you can't throw him out. He's my friend. That cuts both ways. It works both ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, John's the asshole that'll throw an M1000 out there in the middle of the party. Phil's the asshole that'll keep that thing until 8 o'clock in the morning when everybody's sleeping. <laughs> For the record, they're both assholes. That, that was the wake-up call. Phil is worse. <laughs> That's it. And yeah. on, that on that note, we should remember to ride fast and take chances. Dustin, press the button. Press the red button.